Hey, welcome to the porch. We're out here every Monday with new episodes, so you can follow, subscribe, or whatever it is you have to do to get a notification so you can join us every week out here. Thanks for stopping by, and I hope you enjoy. So, the other day, I was working, and my client was like, uh, he, he came out of the house, and he had this fucking, like, big box. It looked like a board game, and I was like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's my, my chess and checkers set. And he's like, he's like, I thought maybe we could play. I was like, okay, yeah, cool, man. That's that's fine. We can do that if you want. Yeah. And he was like, would you rather play chess or checkers? And I was like, I don't know how to play chess, buddy. And he was just kind of like scoffed a little bit at me. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, all right, Dick. Like, it's not like <laughs> chess is just something that like everybody knows how to play. Yeah. Not everybody knows how to do everything. Chess isn't the yeah. only thing. <laughs> Chess isn't the only thing. <laughs> He's like, well, that's fine. We could just play checkers. I was like, okay, that's cool, man. And mind you, this kid, you know, he's in the sixth grade. So, so he's like, I mean, what, he's... 16, 17? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe he's been held back at all. So I don't know. How old are you then? Like 12? Uh, yeah, probably. I've, I mean, I literally work with sixth graders. You think I would know? Well, yeah. me too. You know, I. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, I think so. Like eleven. Let's say eleven, give or take. Okay. Eleven, eleven plus or minus three. There you go. <laughs> anyway, she's so like, "We'll just play checkers." I'm like, "Yeah, it's cool, man." So he sets it up, and we play, and. He, dude, he fucking beat me. <laughs> and it wasn't like I was, you know, just like letting him beat me or like I wasn't trying, you know what I mean? I mean, I wasn't yeah. taking it super seriously, but, you know, I was just casually playing checkers or whatever. And then he ended up beating me and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and like, as he's beating me, during the game, he's like talking about these different strat. He's like, before he would make a move, he'd be like, hmm, okay, I think I'm going to do this because uh, this is, I'm trying to set up this strategy. And I was like, I didn't even know there's a fucking strategy for checkers. I thought I was just going to just try to jump the other person's thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, dude, checkers, <laughs> like, there, there's a lot of easy games in the world. I, easy as in, like, easy to understand. Checkers yeah. might be the easiest one of them all. Like, checkers, yeah. yeah, the fact that there's, like, the idea of the, there being strategies to it is very bizarre to me. Yeah, he was like, well, I'm going for this fucking trapezoid uh, <laughs> strategy. Literally, if I get here, then um, it's unbeatable. And and I was like, what in the, who are you? Like, this kid's <laughs> I don't even, fucking... even know you. He's, He's over here. Yeah, I'm. I'm setting up the. Uh, I'm setting up the Sigma Deathlock Trapezoid. You can't beat me if I set <laughs> yeah. that up. So, <laughs> like, what? I was like, what, what is going on? And I was like, <laughs> how do you know this? And he was like, YouTube. So this dude fucking like studies YouTube videos of chess or checkers strategies. Like, what the hell is That's... going on? Like. He's this little mad scientist, and my dumbass is just like, yeah, I think I'll move here. This looks good. Yeah, yeah. First of all, <laughs> it's insane that there's even, like, strategy videos on YouTube. I can't imagine, like, the view count is super high. Yeah, right. I don't well, know who I, else like is he just looking stumbled that shit up. Yeah, he didn't just, like, stumble across that. Like, I feel like he had to have specifically searched, you know. Well, that's the thing, right? And, like... I was thinking about this the other day when I was helping out the daycare that I sometimes help out at. And, like, dude, I mean, I don't know. I was, like, I, I remember being like this. I assume it's just a thing with all kids. Like, you bounce through so many, like, interests as a kid. And, like, when you find something that you're interested in as a kid, you just, like, jump into it as deep as you can until you're fucking burnt out. And then you just move on to the next thing. Like, Yeah, that's true. I'd still do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I definitely still do that as well. But I feel like as a kid, well, because like as a kid, right? You know, you're in elementary school, and like 
you're not only finding your own interest, but you're also like trying to fit in with the majority. So like mm-hmm. the best the best example I can think of is like Yu Gi Oh growing up. Uh, and I mean yeah. like yeah, I watched the cartoon and stuff, but like the biggest reason why I bought cards was just because everyone else at school was buying cards. You know what I mean? Right. And Same it's like, like Pokemon and- yeah, yeah. So I like went down this huge rabbit hole of like trying to get all the best cards and buying packs and talking to my parents to buy me cards. And then literally like I grad, I go to junior high and like, you know, no one gives a shit about it anymore. And I was like, all right, that hobby doesn't mean fucking shit to me anymore. Let's find something. Else. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. It's just wild how that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't so, give a damn about that anymore. So what's next? <laughs> yeah, dude, absolutely. I didn't. But no, I I kids are wild, dude. Because like like I said, at that daycare, they'll do a similar thing with like you. So do you know what shogi is? I do not. Shogi is just Japanese chess. Um, so imagine like you know. I know you don't know how to play chess, but you know the principles of chess, right? Like each piece moves a certain way, and like the ultimate objective is yeah. to get the uh, the king. The queen. Nope, the you're queen trying to get the, the king. king. Pretty sure you're trying to get the king. Oh, I don't know. Not important. But essentially, imagine somebody did that, like took chess, and then just jacked it up with steroids, because that's pretty much how shogi is. Like pieces can move in certain ways. It's essentially like chess and checkers mixed. Pieces can move in a certain way, but if you get to the other side of the board, then they can move in a different way. And like it's, and if you capture one of your enemy's pieces, you get it, and you can put it on the board anywhere you want. What? And it's just, yeah, it's insanely confusing. Sounds broke as fuck. Yeah. So then I have these like third graders coming up to me at this daycare, wanting me to play shogi with them, and I'm like, I have no idea how to play that, and they're like. How do you not know how to play it? We're in third grade and we know how to play it. And I'm like, well, because this is a, like, we don't fucking play this in America. Like, this isn't yeah. some shit we learn. So then they're like, oh, okay, let's play, uh, what's it called? Othello, I think is what it's called. Do you know what that is? Huh. So Othello is, I hope that's what it's called. You, Othello? It's, yeah, Othello. Othello. Like a th- yes. thimble. This. Sure, yeah. Um, essentially, there's... there's uh, I, don't, I don't even know how to explain it. But there's two colors. You know, it's one, per- one person versus another person. And um, so there's uh, black pieces versus white pieces, which sounds really weird to say, but you get it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it starts off where, like... Two white pieces are diagonal to, like, it's it's a square. This is so hard to explain. I've never explained a board game before. This is confusing. <laughs> um, so it's a big square, and in the, in the center of the square, you have, it, it's a, you, oh my goodness. You have circle, circle pieces, and you make a square with the circle pieces. Two white pieces, two black pieces. And they're, okay. like, the black pieces are diagonal, and the white pieces are diagonal. So... Essentially, if you're looking at this box, if you're looking at it from the top down, starting in the top left corner, it would be white piece, black piece, black piece, white piece. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And your objective is, is to, like, if you put one, you have to have one piece on both ends, and, like, you change the piece. So, for example, with that starting square, if, if I was the black pieces and I'm starting in the bottom left corner of our little square that we made, if I put one above the top left corner where the white piece is, those three pieces are black pieces now. And then... Just like close them off then? Yeah, yeah. If you close them off, it becomes your piece. And you play on this huge square, and so like naturally as the game goes on, you like flip whole lines and it gets super intricate, and whoever has the most pieces at the end wins. Okay. Yeah. I, that was probably the worst explanation of the game ever, but <laughs> there you go. And no, I got it, it. Really wasn't even necessary because literally all this story is going to amount to is that like these kids will come up to me and they're like, "Oh, let's just play Othello," and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, this game's easy enough. You just capture pieces and like whatever." I'll like make my move, and this is at the beginning of the game still, and they'll sit there for like five minutes and they're like, 
okay, well, if he goes here next, then he'll end up getting this spot at the end of the game, and then I need to do this. And I'm like, you're in the second grade. How the fuck do you know this? <laughs> like, what the fucking, hell? Fucking Rain Man over here. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. And then, like, you know, the the weirdest thing about that game is you'll think you're dominating the whole time, and then literally in, like, the last three moves, you lose all of your pieces, and they're like, gotcha, bitch. And it's like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> So I uh, don't play board games with kids anymore because they fucking suck. Uh, yeah. Well, like you said, though, you, I mean, it's not like you grew up playing that like they did, you know? Yeah, but You challenged still, your ass to some euchre. That's what I'm about to do. Well, that's why I just, <laughs> I'm just like, hey, let's play dodgeball instead, and I just beam them in the head with some dodgeballs. <laughs> now for the record, in big, big trouble. <laughs> for the record, I do not throw dodgeballs at these students' heads. I do not... <laughs> initiating that at all usually it goes to ping pong and that's where i kind of kick their ass nice because they don't have the hand-eye coordination yet to keep up with it right but yeah dude i don't i don't know it's just kids are kids are something special except when they're annoying that's a different story but you know speaking of games and whatnot this is a topic i wanted to talk about and uh, you're going to have to bear with me because it's going to be a windy topic. I, I have some thoughts and ideas about this. And it's going to go down the category of sports, which is why it's connected to games, if you're curious. So uh, you and I have talked about before, you know, like uh, the like greatest athletes of all time and stuff and like how that comparison is difficult. Like it, it's hard to compare athletes from now to athletes to before and whatnot. And like, there's just all these factors that go into it. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, I mean, I'll just use this example, even though I'm not super educated on basketball and stuff, but like, obviously the big debate that happens now is like LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Yeah. And I'm not going to dive into that. What I want to dive into is why I think these comparisons happen and why it's like, why new generations don't understand how good older generation players were. Because I, 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 I don't know why, but this has been on my mind a lot recently. Okay. So, so I'm going to use the example of soccer because that's what I know the best. And recently, someone made the comparison of a very good defender in the uh, English Premier League. His name is Virgil van Dijk. He's, he's very Never good. He's very good. But someone made the comparison between him and a defender from when, I mean, we were probably in elementary school, um, whose name is Nemanja Vidic. Great Nemanja name. Vidic played for Manchester United, my favorite team. But I want to be very clear, I'm not trying to be biased with this at all. Yeah, Virgil, van yeah. Dijk, Virgil van Dijk is a great defender. And he's probably, honestly, the best defender in the game right now. But the comparison came up that Virgil van Dijk is better than Nemanja Vidic. And my argument to that is, like, there's no way. They're in two separate leagues. And, like, you can look at awards. You can do all this and you can do all that. But here's why they're in two separate leagues, in my opinion. I watched Nemanja Vidic play, like, when I was younger. You know what I mean? Like, I watched him in his prime. Yeah. And I am now watching Virgil van Dijk in his prime. I have seen both of these players and the competition that they have gone up against on a regular basis. And it's just like, it's two separate leagues almost. Because mm -hmm. the players that the Manja Vidic had to go against, those players themselves were incredibly good. But because other players like Nemanja Vidic and, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo and stuff like that, because they were so good, they got overshadowed. And, you know, there's great players in the English Premier League now. But I don't think it's at the same level that it used to be. And you can make that same argument. I know you and I have talked about it before with the NFL. Like, you know, I don't think, and this, dude, every athlete in the NFL would kick my ass in anything they wanted to. I'm not trying to, <laughs> this is not me belittling their athletic ability. But, like, you look back when we were growing up, you know, quarterbacks, you have Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Brett Favre, Tom Brady, like, young Tom Brady. And, like, I don't know, I just... I don't know what I'm, what I'm getting at here is that like, it feels like the new generation, right? 
they see these yeah. highlight clips of these older players and they're like, oh yeah, like the stuff they're doing is good, but like, you know, this player now does the same thing. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't see them week in, week out. And you didn't see the competition that they went against week right. in, week out. You're just seeing the highlights where they look like some god that touched the field. But it's like, you don't understand that the competition they went against was equally as good as them. And they yeah. still shined above that competition. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, no, I agree. And in the case of the NFL, um, you know, I mean, the league has just changed so much since exactly back then. I mean, whatever era you want to talk about. The game today doesn't even look like the game from early 2000s. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, shit has changed so much and there's been rule changes and just – it, it, it's a it's a very wild um, argument for people to have, just because, I mean, it, it's just so different than it was. Right, and that's what's so crazy about a guy like Dan Marino. Like he threw for I think it was like five thousand yards or something like that, and that was back when like, dude, like. That was unheard of, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like nowadays, you know, somebody hits five thousand yards, yeah, that's really good. But you know, it's almost expected for, you know, like a Patrick Mahomes or a Tom Brady yeah. or somebody like that nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah, he's gonna get close to five thousand yards probably, especially with an extra game. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then you look back, fucking Dan Marino did that when it wasn't a passing league, you know what I mean? It's like, that's insane to think about. Yeah, well, and I mean, that's, I guess that's like the root of my argument, right? Or I mean, it's not even really an argument, it's it's an observation. And like, I get it, people are always going to compare current players to past players, like that's just how the world works, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But it's just like, you, it's almost, it's just so pointless to do that, because it's like, like you said, the leagues change, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, the biggest thing, like, I don't know. Players today wouldn't do what they do if they didn't watch the players before them. You know what I mean? It's standing on the shoulders of giants type deal. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. It just feels weird to, like, try to force a person to be the greatest of all time. And it's, I don't know, it's just just a weird thing to me. It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, you can just enjoy the players that you have now at your disposal. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. It was just a weird thing for me to, like, have that moment, I guess. Because, like, you know, I have not ex- – that was my first time experience a moment of, like, this was a player I grew up watching and, like, be- like I loved Nemanja Vidic. He, I, he made defense sexy, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, soccer is not a – I mean, it's a beautiful game and I love it. But, like, you know, it has the uh, the image of, like, Usually not a lot of goals are scored. You usually watch an hour and a half long match to maybe see two or three goals total. Yeah. So usually you're like the attackers are, you know, the they they draw the attention because they score the goals and you want to see them score because, you know, you want to see people score goals. That's kind of the point. Right. But dude, I, I remember just loving to watch him on defense and he was in a like I'll stand I'll take this to my grave. He was 100% in a league of his own. And he has, like, a famous quote where, um, you know, somebody asked him, I think the the situation was they asked him, like, why are you so aggressive when you play on defense? Like, why do you put your body on the line as much as you do? And uh, it was something along the lines of, like, uh, you know, you can't recover, you can't restore your pride if somebody beats you or something like that. And it was just like the coolest fucking thing. For, <laughs> I gotta look it up because it's just like it just shows the different mentality, right? That of mindset, like, yeah, yeah. Of like, I don't want you to score on me because that will literally hurt my pride. Mm-hmm. Um, just a second as I look this quote up because I want to get it right because I love the man. Um. Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, here it is. So it says, speaking to Jonathan Norcraft, Northcraft, Northcroft. I don't know how to say that. 
uh, when Vidic was asked about his attitude to injuries and pain, specifically broken noses, because the man has broken his nose, I think, two or three times while playing defense on soccer. He smiled and said, now this is Vidic's quote, Pride, you can fix your nose, but if you let somebody score the goal, your pride cannot be fixed. Like, what? That's a hard-ass quote. That is an insane mindset of like, yeah, dude, break my nose, but I won't let you score. Yeah. That's just like, I don't know, dude. Like, I just feel like if you asked any defender in any soccer league in the world right now, no one would say a quote like that. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I, it was just, like I said, I don't know if there's a point to this whole tangent. It was just on my mind, but it was just a weird moment for me to see this player that I loved watch growing up being compared to a player now and seeing the comments and the replies from younger kids who didn't watch him play and being like, yeah, I don't, that vintage guy, not even close. Virgil van Dyke's way better. And it's like, what? <laughs> no, no offense to Virgil. Cause he is great. But like, Vidic would have literally died to prevent a goal. Like, I don't know if you understand that, little boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah, You know, I mean, like, I guess the point I'm trying to, or, like, what I'm saying is, like, imagine if you, I don't know, maybe you have seen it, where, like, somebody not necessarily belittles, but, like, compares Josh Allen to, like, Peyton Manning. And you just see a bunch of kids replying like, dude, Josh Allen's way better than Peyton Manning. It's not even close. Yeah. Peyton Manning's a bum. <laughs> what? Do you even yeah. understand what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, uh, I think it's a week or so ago, I was on Twitter and I saw somebody said, like a, a sports journalist was like, uh, yeah, Joe Burrow is... Uh, the next Tom Brady, he's he's on Tom Brady's level, and I was like, okay, let's pump the fucking brakes <laughs> because <laughs> I it's well documented. I don't like Tom Brady, yeah, but I do appreciate that he is one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and yeah. like Joe Burrow's fucking awesome. I love Joe Burrow. You know, he's really good. He's in his second year, and he has won one playoff game as of today, this is, actually. This is second um, year or third? I thought it was his third year. It's his second. Shows how much I know. <laughs> and I don't know. I, like Part of me thinks that some people just throw shit like that out there just for views or clicks or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just to especially get buzz and people talking. But like, yeah, especially this day and age. Yeah. But it's like, okay, he he has potential to maybe be very good. Um, He is very good right now, but to say he's fucking Tom Brady, who's yeah. won seven Super Bowls and possibly could win an eighth one this year, like, come on. Like, yeah. just fucking chill out. Yeah. Like, that's, well, that's the thing that annoys me. It It's not so much... It's not so like if it was a comparison, like if they were like, uh, you know, I see a lot of Tom Brady and Joe Burrow, such as right. this part of his game, or he does this like Tom, or blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, I, I can understand that. But it's just the immediate crowning and jumping. Um, and it's not just the, the Joe Burrow, Tom Brady thing. Like, I've seen it all throughout. Oh, so we yeah. see it all the time. It's like, oh, this dude's the next fucking, you know. Go, yeah. he's, he's, you know what I mean? Like Ben Simmons, yeah. you remember Ben Simmons in the NBA? Oh, yes. Like him coming out of college, everybody was like, dude, he's fucking the next LeBron James. Like he's fucking big. He can handle the ball. He can score. And now he's fucking bum. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the nobody wants to touch him. him. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to touch him with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, so it's like I just wish people would pump the brakes a little bit. Like, Absolutely. I get what you're saying, but just let's just wait. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. Well, and the other thing, well, I want to say this before I dive down the Tom Brady thing that I was going to, just because you mentioned the Bengals, and I thought about this earlier today um, after the Bengals won their first playoff game. Do you happen to remember the episode with Jared? 
Yeah, I was actually thinking about that earlier. Which isn't is that fucking nuts? So yeah. for people who for people who didn't listen to the episode with Jared, um, you should. We, it's great. You should. It's great. It's our first guest episode, and I thought it would be funny to ask Jared, who's not a big football fan, um, to predict who would make the Super Bowl this year in the NFL. And Jared's picks were uh, whatever team Tom Brady's on, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because he didn't know. <laughs> because he didn't know. And then he said, growing up, his dad always wanted him to be a Bengals fan, so the Cincinnati Bengals. And wouldn't you fucking believe it if they didn't win their first playoff game in 31 years today? <laughs> so who knows? What? We could maybe get. We could maybe get it. His exact quote, I think, was... Uh, if the Bengals could quit getting arrested. <laughs> yes, yeah, something along those lines. So I just thought that was hysterical when I when I saw that the Bengals won. I was like, that would be so funny if it happened. It would be that annoying would be in Indiana because people are annoying like that, but it would still yeah. be hilarious. Um, but anyway, the Tom Brady thing I wanted to go down, um, like, I don't know. I don't know. Let's. I gotta get my thoughts together here. Give me a second. So my problem with that comparison of like Tom Brady and Joe Burrow, right? And it's like I get that that quote was probably just meaning, you know, they're both like Joe Burrow's going to be an elite quarterback. He's going to win multiple Super Bowls. Like that was probably what it meant by it. Yeah. So just say that. (laughs) Yeah, I get. I get that. But here's like where my problem with that stuff comes specifically towards Tom Brady. And I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but I can respect him. I, I like, like you said, right. And like, here's the thing. Joe Burrow was on an undefeated college team, LSU. He won a national right. championship. Yeah. And he was drafted. What? He wasn't first overall. Was he? Oh. Was he first overall? Was he? He might've been first. overall. He, he was, he was first or second. Whereas, mind you, and I know this is going to hurt you because you don't like Tom Brady, but we're going to do this. <laughs> Tom Brady played on, I mean, a decent college football team, the Michigan Wolverines. Um, but literally, like, was his, his junior or senior year? Had to battle for his starting position still because the coach wanted to use, oh, what was his name? Was that Pennington? Right. Was that Chad Pennington? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. But anyways, the point is, like, even in college, had to battle for a spot and, like, didn't play uh, whole games his senior year, like, until towards the end, maybe. And then didn't get drafted until the sixth round. Was not the starting quarterback when he got drafted to New England. He had to work his way through the depth chart. Finally got his chance and, like, then became the Tom Brady we all know today. And it's like, that's not the same as winning a national championship, getting drafted second overall, and winning one playoff game. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, and I get, like I said, I get that he wasn't taking into consideration their whole careers that got him to this point. He's just talking about how they, you know, play or whatever. But it's just like, I don't know, that shit matters. You know what I mean? Because like, that's like, well, like I was just saying about Vidic, you know, that's a mentality thing. How many yeah, players absolutely. would have easily given up? Oh, and I'm a bunch do all the time. You know? What yeah, I mean? like, yeah. And it's like Tom Brady refused to do that. And like the again, I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but to me, one of the coldest things about this man, and it's I think it's called the Brady Six. You can find it on YouTube. Um, it's like a little documentary about his career up to that point, which wasn't present day. It was like maybe when he was 30, so like 10 years ago. Um, but they're like talking to him, and uh, they're like, can you name every quarterback that was drafted before you? And he sits there, and he names every one of them and when they were drafted, like what pick they were. And it's like, dude, that kind of, uh, not necessarily pettiness, but you know what I mean? Like holding that. That chip on your shoulder, yeah. Yeah, like that is just, that's what makes people different. Yeah, that's what makes athletes or certain athletes better than other ones. I agree. Yeah. Just, By the way, it was Drew Henson 
was who started Drew, Oklahoma. I, yeah, you know, I was legendary Drew Henson. Chad Pennington didn't even go to uh, Michigan. He went to Marshall. So, well, it'd be like that sometimes. But so, <laughs> I don't know. And I'll I'll wrap up this sport talk sports talk here in a second because we've been going on it for a while. And I mean, I'm loving it. But I don't know. We can move on to something else. But I, it was either today or yesterday. Like I was watching, you know, those Instagram videos, and it was a uh, what's his name, Schumpert? Schumpert? What? How do you say it? Come on, help me here. Come on, Schumpert. Yeah, that's the one. And it was a quote, it was him like on a radio show talking about when he guarded Kobe once. And uh, he was like, yeah, you know, I got a steal from him. I, I like made a shot in his face or whatever. And I was, all I was thinking about was how I was going to tell my brother, like, yeah, I stole the ball from Kobe. I dunked on him, all this and all that. And he's like, then the fourth quarter starts and Kobe walks up to me and says, hey, you had a good game. So, or you had a good game, bud. And he's like, I was thinking to myself, good game. We still got 12 minutes. What is he talking about? We got 12 minutes left. <laughs> and he's like, and then you wouldn't you believe it? Kobe just popped off, just hit everything, was hitting a 35 foot jumper, like just wouldn't miss, just had a different mentality, just turned, flipped a switch, as people say. Yeah. And he's like, and all I could think to myself was like, what? I don't, like, what do I even do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of those, like I said, it's, it's crazy how much better, like, I don't know. It's that mentality is just insane. Absolutely. And I wish they would do, I mean, there, there might be something out there that I just haven't seen, but I wish somebody would do like a deep dive into like that mentality um, and like study, like what causes that or. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. 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 That'd be super like doing like a, I mean, I don't know how you do it, but like a brain scan type thing or whatever. See what yeah. is what is triggering to like get that mentality. Yeah. Well, because yeah, you gotta think cool. like that's. Om- I mean, they're almost like a little fucking crazy, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's borderline. I mean, it sounds weird to say, but yeah, it's borderline insanity. Because like, what? Well, what was it? I mean, I, I've been watching so many sports things. The Sean Taylor thing that I mentioned last week. Um, watching that, one of the, his former teammates was like, uh, after a practice or whatever, asked whose car was that? And they're like, oh, it's Sean's. He just leaves it parked there because he runs home from practice. And he was like, aha, you're real funny. And he was like, yeah. And then one day after practice, I saw Sean. He just took off running home, didn't drive his car. <laughs> Crazy and it's bastard. Like they, yeah. And they like asked his family and they were like, yeah, that was like, that was his thing. He never, like, no one ever told him he had to do that. That was just his mind of like, if I don't do this, I'm not going to be as successful as I should be. Therefore I should run to and from practice from home. And it's like, <laughs> well, what normal person thinks that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely not a quote unquote normal thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sorry. Quote unquote normal. I mean, I don't even know what normal is. Yeah. But like <laughs> I've, I'll tell you right now, never once in my life, and I get it, there's some people that like running, so there may be different. Never once in my life have I had a thought like that. Like, even even when I was playing soccer in high school and stuff, and, like, sports were all I cared about, never once did I, like, it's, I don't know, it sounds weird to say, but, like, I didn't go out of my way to do extra stuff. Like, you know what I mean? It was just, yeah. like, whatever coach said, I'll do what coach said. I'm going to do 100% with whatever coach asked me to do, but right. never when I was just like sitting at home on a weekend, was I like, Oh, I should go do some sprints for soccer. Like that never crossed my mind. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, I, I did a bunch of extra stuff for, um, football and wrestling, but I, there was, I mean, it wasn't to that level, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I don't know, dude. That's just like you said, it would be very interesting if there even is a way to like study what causes that in people. All I know is I, I 100% don't have it because I was getting pissed off at painting earlier. And if I can't even fucking handle painting, then there ain't no way I'm ever going to be a (laughs) world-class athlete. (laughs) I wonder because like, I feel like, cause like I said, fucking running to and from practice, but um, you know, I would do extra stuff. That would have sucked for you. Yeah, I live fucking way far away from high school. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I used to do stuff like that. 
and I used to lift and like, you know, want to be physically active and like, you know, proactive and stuff like that. But like, as I've gotten older and like, you know, I, I stopped playing football. Um, I just have kind of lost that a little bit, almost lost some initiative. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. So that, that's kind of interesting to think about on the aspect of the people that have that mentality. Like, is it a learned thing? Like, can anybody train themselves to have that mentality or is it just a certain handful of people that have that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would, I don't, yeah, dude, I don't know. Well, and I mean, I think the big reason, like you were saying, when we were in high school and stuff, you had that initiative, you had that drive, because at that time, you know, it was pretty much our job, like, yeah, you know, being a student athlete was our job. Yeah. And now, now it's not like, I, you know, I, I mean, the best I do for exercise, like, I guess in terms for work is like running around at recess with the kids, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a reason other than my yeah. own general health. Yeah. Um, Which we already discussed that we don't give a shit yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. But as for somebody learning that, I mean, you look at, you know, you look at players now who talk, I mean, we'll use Kobe as the example who, who, you know, the whole Mamba mentality thing. You look at players that try to emulate that, but they're just not there. So I would say it can be learned to a certain degree. Yeah. But but that extra, you know, I don't know, that flipping the switch type thing, that extra step that would hit that mentality, I think you're just born with that. I don't think that I don't think you can learn that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think you can come damn close to learning it, but to actually hit it, you know, there's it's just I I, th- I don't know. I think it comes with upbringing. We've talked about this for a long time. I'm sorry. Um, no, I love it. I, I think it. I think it def- definitely comes with a certain type of upbringing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't want to say it's kind of learned. I guess it's a product of environment. I feel like, you know, that's why we have the phrases like chip on the shoulder and stuff like that. And like, you know, Sean Taylor grew up with like financial struggle. And so, like, he, as a kid, he was just like, don't worry, Mom, I'm going to get in the NFL and I'll take care of us. And you know what I mean? That that was it. Like, that yeah. was the moment. Or, you know, like I said, Tom Brady, six quarterbacks drafted before him, but he's just like, nah, I'm going to be better than them and I'm going to prove it. And, yeah. you know, you have that. And, you know, Michael Jordan has his own story probably. I, I would assume everyone talks about not making the high school basketball team or whatever. I don't know if that's true, but. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't. He didn't make the basketball team. He just wasn't on the varsity. He was JV. There you go. There you go. So that's what I mean. Stuff like that. That just like, I, I think where it comes from. I think it comes from a, a deep sense of pride in oneself, where they don't want anyone like they they constantly want to prove to everyone who doubts them because even if everyone's you know even when Tom Brady and the Patriots were at their peak and were winning everything and they were the dominant force of the NFL, I think deep, deep down, you know, Tom Brady knew people still doubted him. Yeah. Not not just that people didn't like him, because, like, that's different. But he knew that there were people out there who still didn't think he was as good as he knew he was. Mm-hmm. And, like, same with Kobe. You know, even when the Lakers were dominant and he won stuff, there were pe- he knew people still doubted him. Yeah. And and that's I think that's what it comes down to of that that deep deep sense of pride of like I want to prove everyone wrong I want to prove everyone how good I am and that yeah. that shit that shit can't be taught. No, dude, that's what I'm saying. I feel like you got to have a couple screws loose to be able to get yeah. to that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, in a weird way, you absolutely do. And I'm I'm not one of those people. No. Because like I said, painting, dude, that... Okay, uh, this is where we're changing the topic because I need to talk about this. And (laughs) I I know I've talked... I've talked for most of this episode, so I apologize. It's all good, dude. No, you're good. Um, 
Yeah, dude, painting is so fucking hard. It really is. Like, something that, it, like, it should not be fucking hard. Like, just, you fucking rub the brush on the wall, and it, there should be yeah. paint, like, even. Like, that's just how it should work. And it doesn't. Yeah, but it doesn't. Nope. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, because, like, okay, so we're painting the, Sai and I, we, when we moved into this apartment, um, uh, the landlord or whatever, he was like, oh, yeah, like, this, the way this works, like, I, I don't know. Essentially, we're allowed to decorate anywhere we want, and like, but at the same time, like that's why. How do I put this? The all of the tenants who have lived here, like usually, right? Okay, usually when you move into an apartment, there's like you know the inspection, or like when you move out, there's an inspection to make sure there's no damage and all this and all that. Yeah, they don't do that because we they they're just giving us the ability to renovate and do whatever we want does that make sense yeah they're like that's your fucking problem <laughs> exactly but at the same time like our rent is a little cheaper because of that and like you know what i mean there's that's it, it's kind of nice yeah so we have our shower it's it's weird to say but it's like a shower room it's literally just one room and all that's in it is the shower um and the person before us had painted the walls like, the bottom half were a light blue and the top were white. But they clearly, like, just half-assed it. And, like, you know, it wasn't like they drew a line across to where it was actually half and half. It was just like, yeah, this bottom half, we're painting it light blue. And if we go a little <laughs> high, we go a little high. And the white, if it goes a little low, it goes a little low. And ever since we've moved here, we hated it. Um, and so we decided to paint it a darker, like, navy blue. And, dude, it's been a real bitch. <laughs> <laughs> because like I'm trying to paint this wall and it seems like every time I like do a brush stroke you can still see the white and light blue underneath it and so I was like okay maybe it just needs like a second coat come tomorrow and so that was yesterday and then today before recording I was like I'll paint a little more so I was painting over these spots that you could like still see through and you could still see through them and I was just like what the <laughs> hell is going on Sounds so, like you need better paint. Probably. Long story short, it's going to look like shit, but it's just a room for showering, so who really cares, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, dude, I was getting so frustrated, because like you said, you like, it shouldn't be difficult. No. And, like, it's just... I, I despise painting. Like, it is so, like, time-consuming and tedious, almost. Like... Yeah. It's so annoying to me. Well, like, yeah, because you're you're at the paint's disposal, right? Like, you know, you can't keep layering paint on top of it if the paint's still wet, because you're just gonna keep pushing the wet paint around. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. And so, like, you literally have to paint this whole wall and then just wait for it to fucking dry before you can do anything again. <laughs> it's, it's infuriating. Yeah, and like, I paint. And you can see like the the brush strokes or like the the roller yeah. like it. It's like looks uneven. like fucking and, shit. Yeah, and I'm like, what in the hell? And like, I was helping Olivia paint one time because when she moved in, like my walls, I hadn't painted them. They were like, she said, yellow. this place fucking sucks. Got to paint this. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I was, I, you know, I didn't give a shit. I literally had a fold up chair and a fan in my <laughs> in my. Uh, Living room. I didn't. I, you know. That's like. That's like. Oh shit! What is it? It's it's the thing that it was like on Twitter a while back, where it was like dudes will invite you over and this is their apartment, and it was like <laughs> it was like a flat screen TV on the ground, a picnic chair, and like one table. Yep. That's a. I swear on my life. I, that's all I had in my oh, living room. Shit. I laughed I had... like that was literally my setup too, so I can't even make fun of you. <laughs> I didn't give a shit, you know what I mean? I yeah, just got out of college and Yeah, bare necessities, that's all you need. Yeah. I had my room, you know, I had my bed and my dresser and I put my T V and PlayStation on my dresser and I was good to go, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> dude. All you need in life. <laughs> But yeah, she so I obviously didn't give a shit about the how my house looked. <laughs> yes. um, so she moved in and was like, "These walls are gross," and I was like, 
why? Okay, like, then don't live here. Bye. She gets it. She's like, they're yellow. And I was <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck what color they are. She's like, can I paint them? I was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't want to fucking do yeah. it, but yeah, yeah, you can if you want. Yes, you can. You can yeah. paint them. <laughs> so that obviously I had to help at first. Of and course. I, she figured out real soon that I was just more of a hindrance than actually helping. Tell me um, about it. Because she went on to paint literally like every room in a fucking house pretty much. And uh, it got to the point where she didn't even, even ask me to help. She like had a couple <laughs> friends and her sister like come over and they just did it. Like <laughs> She asked you to leave more than she asked you to help. Yeah, she's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no problem. <laughs> no problem. Can do. Yeah, dude, I don't know. It's been... It's been a pain. Well, because, like, my job, right? So we, I, I agreed to her about wanting to, to paint the room. So I was like, you know, I'll, I'll help. And I'll, I'll, like, I'll try my best, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, she, I was like, you know what? You you can do, like, the roller. You can cover the main walls or whatever. And I'll do, like, the like the small, like, where the corners meet oh. and stuff where the roller can't really get. Yeah, like cutting it in. Yeah, that was a real fucking mistake. Because <laughs> that shit is just a pain in the ass. That is just so tedious, and you have to be yeah. precise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly what you have to do, and that's exactly what I wasn't doing. <laughs> and so, like the brush that we have, the small brush that we have, it's like, I mean, it's a nice brush. It it, it does well, but like the way the handle is shaped, it's shaped to where you can like flip it. You can use your dominant hand, but you can like. How do I put this? It's not like just straight and then the brush is at the top. It, it's like at an angle and then the brush points out at an angle. So that way you can get the corners. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. My dumb ass, every time I was going <laughs> on these corners, my, the top of the brush would like scrape the other wall so that paint would just fucking come up. And I was like, God damn it. So then I would fix it. Cover it up. I'd hit the other wall again. I was like, fuck, man. Yep. (laughs) And so I was doing that for like a good hour, hour and a half, just bumping into shit and getting the paint (laughs) off the wall. Oops. Yeah. Well, dude, no. And there were points where I was like trying to move the stool because, like, I mean, it's, you have to stand on top of a stool to get the the high areas. Mm. And I was like backing up to try to hit the stool. I would just back up into the fucking wall completely. My whole back was covered in paint. Like, I was. I looked like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then, of course, of course, when we were done, she was like, mm, you know, I'm pretty tired. You want to just go out and eat dinner? And I was like, do you see me right now? I'm covered in paint. <laughs> she was like, oh, it'll be fine. No one will notice. And I was like, all right, whatever. Let's go. <laughs> but hopefully today it'll be finished. And then uh won't have to do that ever again. Hopefully. Well, Godspeed. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I, I mean, to be fair, actually, my part of the job, what is supposed to be my part of the job, is done. I went over all the corners and stuff with a second coating, and they look fine. And so she was just gonna do the roller one last time to hit these little last splotchy spots. Mm-hmm. Something, something tells me something deep, 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 deep down tells me I'm gonna finish this podcast, and I'm gonna go downstairs, and she's gonna be like. I don't feel too good. Will you do it for me? And I'm going to look her right in the eye. And you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to look her dead in the eye. And I'm going to look at her and I'm going to be like, yeah, I'll do it. Yes, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever you want. Because that's the kind of guy that I am. I don't have a spine, as some people would like to say. <laughs> now, I love her. And she, I, I'm, I'm sure she'll do it. But yeah, dude, it's been a real, been a real hindrance because obviously, with it being wet with paint, we can't shower in there. You so, haven't showered uh, for like five days. Well, that's a bit of an exaggeration. I haven't showered in two days. Last time I showered was Friday. It is currently Sunday afternoon. Dude, I can't. Do so there that. you go. Oh yeah, it has been miserable. It's been my own personal <laughs> hell, to be quite honest with you. Um, I feel like a bag of dirt, and I hate it. <laughs> I 
Like, I don't know how else to describe it. You could, like, smell yourself. Oh, yep. Real bad. Real, real bad. I'm pretty much just caking myself in deodorant and hoping that it just <laughs> works well enough to where I don't notice. You know what used to work really well in middle school? Axe body yep. spray. <laughs> just spraying a half a can of Axe all over you. That that usually Ugh. helped. <laughs> it didn't help, but we all thought it did. Well, yeah, we thought it did, and it just made us smell even fucking worse. Dude, yeah, you had to go in those locker rooms with a fucking napalm mask half the time. <laughs> Shit, it was insane. Yeah. I had a client yeah. that I was seeing the other day at school, and he uh, just just started middle school, so he wasn't used to, you know, like, having gym class and stuff and, like, having to change his clothes and, you know. Yeah. That's around the time when boys, you know, start to get more sweaty and, you know, Fucking stink, stink. And stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And so... He was like, he's like, yeah, my mom got me this body spray, um, and he just fucking whips it out and sprays it all over himself. And we're just in this small room, like meeting, and I was like, <coughs> that's awesome. He was like, I think it smells good. I was like, yeah, it smells great, man. <laughs> and smells then, great, homie. and then. He just fucking sprays me with it. Like, <laughs> unprovoked. I got you. I got you, homie. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, give me some of that. You know what I mean? Like, he just <laughs> Yeah, fucking, dude, hit me up. <laughs> just fucking whoosh, right uh, on my... And it wasn't even, like, on my body. Like, it wasn't like it, he did it, like, on my right chest. Right in the eye. Dude, it was on my fucking arm. Like, so <laughs> I, my arm is, like, wet from this... <laughs> Axe body spray. Point blank axe body spray. Yes, it wasn't like where it was super misty. It was like real close. <laughs> so it was like wet. Like I, I walked out there like I dunked my fucking arm in a bucket of water or something. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? I had to like rub it in. I was like, thanks, dude. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Well, that's the funny thing is like, that point in a boy's life, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but, like, no one really tells you how bad you fucking stink. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, like, the I don't know, deodorant is a new concept, body, like, you don't fully comprehend how all of that shit works. You just know that, like, everyone else is using it, so you should use it. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, it's just funny to me of, like, just, I don't know. It's just funny remembering going to junior high and like using deodorant for the first time, and I caking on that shit way more than I needed to, <laughs> and then spraying myself down with some Axe body spray. Yeah, it's just uh, it's beautiful time, beautiful awkward times. What a time to be alive, dude! I tell you what, that's a that's a worldwide phenomenon though, because I got some. Boys in my junior high school that chee Christmas. They they could use some Axe body spray. <laughs> Tell you what. Like, I don't get it, man. I don't... Whew, how do you guys not smell yourself? You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, uh, dude, when I stink, I know I stink. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And it's just like, I don't understand how you do not know that. Like... How do you yeah. not notice after like, oh, everywhere I go, this smell is here. Maybe <laughs> I'm the smell, you know? It's like, it's weird. This whole fucking town smells like, like shit. That's <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Even, even my bedroom. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, I think part of it's because you just don't give a shit. Very true. And then one day... Somebody tells you, like, dude, you fucking stink. And you're like, oh, God, yeah. I, I, I need to do something about that. So then you dunk yourself in a vat of Axe body yeah. spray for the rest of your life, or for the yeah. rest of your middle school, high school years, I guess. Well, the funny thing is, you jokingly say that. That was literally my, like, realization moment. My oldest brother, Addison, I don't remember exactly where it was. It was probably at home or in the car or something. But yeah, he just looked at me and he was like, dude, you fucking stink. And I was like, <laughs> okay. 
good to know. And I was like, I was like, no, I don't. And he's like, yes, you do. Did you put on deodorant? And I was like, no, I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't know I needed to. And he's like, yes, put that on every day. And I was like, okay. So there you go. I don't know what that means. I've never seen that before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck deodorant is. So yeah, that was that was always fun. Yeah, I think. I think mine was my stepdad. He was just like fucking nasty ass. You need to start wearing deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, yeah, yeah. Old stinky ass. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. It's, I mean, you just gotta look out. I feel like that's where it comes from, right? It's like dudes looking out for dudes. Because like yeah. me being little mama's boy that I am, my mom probably never would have said anything to me. But luckily for her, I have two older brothers, so she didn't have to worry for long. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's where it comes from. Like, because nobody wants to hear that they're stinky. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it definitely has to come from like a loved a loved one <laughs> to kind of kind of lighten the blow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's. I don't know, man. We all stink. You know. That's life. That's what all the people say. You were smelling good in April, like shit in May. <laughs> I think that was the original version of that song. Ah, uh, yes. I'll never forget when Frank sang that. I think his actual name was Frank Stinknatra. <laughs> I just didn't but roll off the tongue as well, though, so they changed it. No. Try saying that. That was fucking hard for me to even say right now as a joke. Frank Stink- Stinknatra? Stinknatra? <laughs> Did you say stink natra or stink atra? Yeah, stink. Stink natra. Stink natra. You get stuck on the K a little bit. Yeah, it's like a doorstop. I know, dude. Words are fake. That's all I know. I mean, they are Wait, all made you say up. It's like a? Did you say it's like a doorstop? Yeah, dude. It stops you. Yeah, but that's, like, why a doorstop? I don't know. It is the first thing that popped in my head. I just say things, Cameron. I don't think. I just say things. <laughs> yeah, a fucking, I haven't seen a doorstop since like sixth grade. Really? Oh, well, I'm, hold on. What kind of, what do you mean by doorstop? The thing on the like wall that keeps the door from hitting the wall. Oh, okay. I was thinking, you remember in, oh, I don't know. I don't know your elementary school. But did you ever have those like little plastic wedges that you shoved under the door so the door wouldn't close? Yeah, but ours were wooden. That, well, fair enough. That's what I was thinking of as a doorstop. That's why I was like, why the fuck did you think of that? <laughs> I but guess I, I see what you're saying now. Doorstop, isn't it? I think they're both called doorstops. I think yours is still a doorstop as well because it stops the door from busting the wall. But yeah, for whatever reason, my dumbass thought of that little wedge. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I guess that would make sense, too, if I was talking about that. Yeah, they both make sense, Macaulay. I was just confused why you <laughs> thought of a little plastic little triangle, but it turned out my dumbass was the one that thought of it, not you. <laughs> it just popped into my head, dude. I don't know. I, That's we, fair we, enough. We've talked about how my mind just goes bonkers all the time. Yeah, I wouldn't want to spend a day in your mind. You'd be like, oh, unplug this bastard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Isn't that what fucking uh, Charlie Sheen said? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I believe right after he said he was on Tiger's Blood. Yes, he has Tiger's Blood. And he was by winning. Who wins here and he wins Yes. <laughs> what I hope that man's you? okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I watched that. Okay, I'm going to talk about this very quickly because I don't want to go down this rabbit hole for long. I remember watching that live with my mom. You watched she it really, live? Yeah, she really liked Two and a Half Men. Uh, and so, like, that was, like, the big thing was, like, you know, he was causing... It was, like, what was he going to do with Two and a Half Men? There was a scandal, you know, like... I don't know. I just remember it was a big thing where she was like, I want to watch this interview because, you know, I, I like Charlie Sheen. I like Two and a Half Men. Like, do you care yeah. if I watch it here in the living room? And I was like, I don't give a shit, Mom. I'm playing on my phone. Like, do whatever you want. Yeah. 
And so she came in and I just remember being fucking entranced by it. Cause I was like, <laughs> he is not a normal human right now. Dude, nuts as fuck. Is this an episode was, of two and a half men? What is going yeah. On? It's like two and a half men. Loki slaps mom. Man, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, Charlie Sheen. I hope he's okay. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. Yeah, Charlie Sheen. I hope he's okay. <laughs> I'd wear that shirt. Uh, I'd wear that shirt 100%. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe when we start dropping merch, that'll be one of our shirts. Yeah, keep your eyes out for that. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. I hope he's okay. <laughs> Oh, look at the time. Probably going to head out, but uh, appreciate you guys stopping by. Um, make sure you like and subscribe to uh, get a notification so you can join us every week on Mondays whenever we're out here talking about nothing. See ya. <laughs>